start all over with two big alliances merging together because uh, if you don't do that, they will feel like they they are joining you. The the R five of the other alliance joining the new alliance, and then his R four. They will feel like it. You, you, yeah. We have recently merged with the Russian alliance, and then we we had to switch name and everything. So then, so they don't feel like they are joining us, but so it's us joining together. Yeah, we did That's that. That's a very good we sentence. Were, I we was our five of the number two alliance, um, and we merged into the number one alliance. They were PBU, we were KVY, and that's when the one family became became made. Um, but yeah, we we had a good week of just discussing absolutely everything. All our fours were in one Discord server, and we just discussed absolutely everything, um, figured yeah, out the numbers. Really and yeah, you need to make sure your numbers are right. Because um, if you miss one person out, and they're like the key to that alliance, Anything could, everything can fall apart. Um, but yeah, ours went, ours went really well. We're still number one alliance. Um, and now there's three alliances to our family. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, the other alliance joining you shouldn't feel like it's, it's still your alliance's rules in effect. Yeah, like uh, I think it was Harvey who said that, or was it? the huntress um you sent like ambassadors into the other alliance i did the same with um with my farm account i put it into the pbu account pbu the number one alliance so i probably was there for about a month um and that got us got me into the swing of knowing how they work and knowing that they pretty much worked exactly the same as us so it was just an easy transition yeah yeah, I sent my own uh, second account. I wouldn't call it an alt. <laughs> an alt with two stars. Um, yeah, it's just like I uh, played less with my main uh, during these two, uh, almost, I think, 12 days. Um, I met some people I know from the beginning of the game. And um, yeah, of course, they knew who I was. And it was just also like a week of vacation during uh, everything of close due to Corona. Uh, I really enjoyed my trip there. <laughs> I must say, although the merch didn't work, I really enjoyed my trip there. What I have seen, like what helps uh, for alliance not to feel like you merge in in another alliance, is to do rotation on R five. So one week we there is. I've seen this in other states where you have like um, one week one R five, another different R5 and all the decisions are really made in kind of a council. So that also helps uh, when uh, two larger alliances merge together. Our R5 role is just a face. It, that's all it is. Everything in our alliance is made via vote and talked about amongst all of the R4s. Um, for a while there, we, well, in one of my alliances on another state, we used to have a joke. It, you know how you can add like little names to the roles? Um, where it said, where it had the R5, it said really an R4. 
And where the R four is, where it's a really R five, because that's that's how it's been ran. And as far as the name change goes, we we change our name so often. It's really hard to determine who we are. Like especially for state versus state, there was one state we were the ABCs, we were the Alphabet Squad. Um, another state versus state, we were the Care Bears. So, I mean, the names never really mattered to any of us. Yeah, but it shouldn't be the old name either. The name thing also is an interesting uh, topic. Um, my alliance is called TW1, which means Taiwan number one. We basically... Um, yeah, we're under attack uh, by another alliance, and the, the rest of us flew to uh, the, this Asian alliance. Uh, 395 is quite, yeah, really um, an Asian state with only one top alliance, which is American, American International. We have a strong German uh, alliance, and um, yeah, we are the European version of uh, Taiwan number one, I would say. There was Taiwan uh, one, two, eight. They all gave up on this family, but we're still all bound in friendship. So the Europeans and my alliance will always be protected and bound together for CC or um, SCS. And um, we always keep our name because as Europeans, we are glad that we are so simply accepted by yeah all others who could easily eat us. And this is also a thing. We, we've been talking about this with the other um, Asian alliances. And they allowed us to change name, but we decided to keep it forever just as a sign on which side we stay. They protected us once, we will stay there forever. Uh, Teddy, uh, do you have any more questions from Tube or we, we can go ahead with another questions and then we Close it out. I think we covered most of the things. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I I think for the show streamlab gave up or something. But <laughs> this one is I got a lot. Of, uh, the last question that we are going to cover because I'm still waiting for Rocket to ch come join us because he had an interesting topic about he wants to. I want him to discuss about his project. I think it's something to do with state merge. If you are seeing the channel that he made, how did this your state? So he'll be coming in to talk in a little while. But before he comes in, I want to ask you guys this. So how do you maintain and motivate your state to play or continue playing? Uh, 328's pretty much, we're all friends. Like we all talk to each other. Our state chat's pretty active. You always see us asking about each other's day and you know how everything's going. We're all goofing off together. Um, I know within my alliance we do little competitions, uh, like find the tent. Um, so like little Easter egg hunts, solve the riddle. Um, 
on Discord, we play games like uh, Which Leader Did It, which is a version of Clue. Um, guess That Leader, so guess who. Uh, things like that. We, we try to involve as many people as we can just so we can keep people interested in the game. Friendly competition um, amongst the state is also something that you should, like, I think you should have on your state. Um, that's how we do it. We once had a competition who has the very, uh, the most beautiful settlements. That was also big fun. And um, that was uh, started by one of the R4s. And then we just um, gave some bios via PayPal. That was a very nice thing. Everybody was just making up his or her settlement so much and decorated it. It was a very busy week. <laughs> in my opinion, you should always be very um, present in Alliance chat. Uh, when the leaders are present and talking in Alliance chat, the whole Alliance is awake and enjoys um, the company and also the environment and like it sounds. When the leaders disappear, the members are kind of lost. They also notice if the leaders are there or not. Hello, Rocket. Oh, hi. Can you guys hear me well? Hello. Yeah. So we have Rocket and Trip is also listening. So I'm going to give the stage to Rocket. So to uh, give us or give us information or talk about his little project about this is one of the channels in Colab server that is named how dead is your state and this is his project. So I'm going to give this moment for him to explain or discuss this to, to all of you. Yeah, I'm in Water Raid with my farm right now, so I won't be here too long, but um, long story short, um, you know, there's always discussion of people saying, you know, is, is my stead date or dead, is it not? Um, and there's a way in game to actually kind of measure that. It's not perfect data, but basically what you do is say, take a farm or recovery account that you don't really use. And if there's an event like say state versus state or a blood sport, um, just on one of the days of the event, maybe for troop training or something, use one minute of speed ups to get the absolute minimum points for the event. And then you, you basically check how you position in that event, just like minutes before the event ends. Um, and, and that kind of gives you an idea of how many accounts have made points through the duration of that event. Something like state versus state is ideal or blood sport because if you make one point in one day, at the end of the week, you can look at your ranking. Um, so, for example, I'm in state 38 and my account, I, I made one a little more than one point, but anyway, and I was about 1,260. So, the way I look at that is that kind of tells me that in state 38, there's roughly 1,260 accounts that were active enough to make points at some point during that week-long event, um, realizing that, you know, second accounts will also be part of that number. So it's not truly the number of individual players um, and not everyone's on every day or every week. But I, I think doing that either for a one or a two-day event or even a week-long event will give good data to allow states to compare um, how they are versus other states and 
Um, so on the Collab Team Discord, we've got a section on that where people are sharing their reports doing this process. And then, it, you know, young and old states, and I've seen some states with as little as maybe 400. And, you know, for old states, I think 1,200 and some is not bad. And I've seen younger states that are getting somewhat close to 2,000. So, you know, if anyone has some time and are curious, please try this and share your results. As we have strongest of the fittest coming up, or survival of the fittest, I don't know why I keep calling it that. Um, so I can get you data from 328. Yes, yeah, it's, it's kind of neat to see. And, and I think it's just good information to sort of compare around. Um, and uh, may, maybe we can use it to, you know, give this information to the developers. I'm sure they already have this data or better. But, you know, just to make the community aware, because we all assume, um, but at least it's something somewhat empirical for data. Uh, I have already done a similar um, uh, thing in 569. I did this in survival of the fittest. I trained one troop with my farm account. And so I could send you the data from that time and uh, have next week, I, th I believe, survival of fittest, so you, we can actually see how it changes. So from Easter week to this week, next week, basically. So just, um, I'll send you the data. Yeah, so out of curiosity, what, what was your number, roughly? It was around 2,000. Okay, so about what I expect. Um, I heard a rumor, and I don't know how true this is, but that when states start, they aim for around 3,000 accounts. I really don't know if that's true or not, but. The new state should do that, do the absolute absolute minimum points. Someone from the new state. Yeah, I'd love to see that, it'd be really cool. Yeah, but the new states, the problem will be that not many know how to participate really in those events and some will just you can I can just just start a new account or you or rocket. I think maybe one of these days is if I'm bored because I don't play as much as I used to nowadays in SOS because I'm playing another game. I might start doing making little accounts again and check them out from newer states. Probably the healthiest state nowadays it's just like from 700 onwards probably even 700 is dying now someone said that in 726 they have like big players as well probably they would started to die i am curious to know though if what is the duration or the length of one state start dying maybe a year sounds logical I think it depends. Like state thirty-eight, for example, we've we've been going pretty strong for, I don't know, since the fall of two thousand and nineteen. So um, I think it just depends on the state. Um, but somebody mentioned sort of rechecking, and I and I think that's one of the beauties of this concept too. Is you know you can check one month and you can check later in the summer and kind of see how 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 much the numbers are down or otherwise, and give you a feel of you know, where the growth of your state is going and how quickly it's quote unquote dying. 
but I ideally, uh, but state I, versus state. the other thing I was going to say for anyone who's especially keen, um, if you've done a number of state versus states and made accounts in those other states so that you could pour it into capital and hold spots, you can just go to all of your accounts and, and do the same thing one day, just get minimal points. And so I was able to check about five different states back in March, just for comparison. Did you check ours? What, what state's <laughs> yours? 49. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys, I think, were pretty good, if I recall. I think, I think you guys were over 1,000. But you know what's funny? We thought that state one is almost dead. I compared it with state 53 last time. State one have more players who are actively actually playing the events. Probably it's because they are curious with the new events. That's why. Compared yeah. to 53. Well, so we'll just talk about 53 a bit. So I, I play there too. And I checked it back in March and I, I got about. 850 or 860 accounts for a two-day event I did, I think, um, which I thought was a bit low. But I, I rechecked it this month, and it was just under a thousand. So it just goes to show you that there's a lot of variability based on what events you're checking for. So more data points is always better. And and back in March when I checked for the event that I did in state one, it was like 800 and some, or 850. Um, and then I haven't rechecked it, but I saw your stuff, Teddy, that showed the number being higher. So I, I still think the best data is probably get one point for survival of the fittest and see what the number is at the end of the week. Or better check it during HQ or skin events where most are active. I believe that most players are active during those times though, skin events. Or SVS. Yeah, yeah I agree. that's why I always check via SVS. Like, I'll go through and see how many people are pushing uh, points, what alliances are, what their points are at, things like that, and just kind of decide where our state is leaning on those alone. But interestingly, yeah. From some of the data that I've seen so far, you know, it's not just purely that young states are more active. You, you can really just see some states that, I mean, maybe people are giving bad data, but it just seems that there are some states that, for whatever happened, that it never gelled, and they're they're they have a lot less active players than even some old states. It's interesting to see. I have a question for you, Rocker. Since uh, your number is very high, so this question we got before, how do you maintain and mo motivate your state to play or continue playing? How how do you do that in 38? Because 1.2K, it's a lot. Yeah, so uh, as a bit of a joke, I'm a strong player in our state, um, and I get told every day that I'm killing our state. So I've actually started to say, actually, by these numbers and your logic, I'm helping our state. Um, but I mean, our state has always, State 38 has always had multiple strong alliances. So more recently, two strong alliances, and we kind of hate each other. And and I don't think that's ever going to change. 
So you're kind of on one camp or the other, but that, that means that we always have an exciting capital clash, usually. Um, you know, even bunkers, we're still fighting for bunkers. Um, when state versus state comes around, sometimes we work together and we're really strong and we could probably beat anyone. And most of the time we hate each other and we lose. Um, so, but either way, I, I think it's because there is competition within our state that allows us to remain strong because as soon as you get one very, very strong alliance, that's hundred people, right? And, you know, what does everyone else do? Um, so, so I think the more strong alliances you have and, and the more people resist merges to a super alliance, I think kind of the better to a degree. Um, and so, so the other thing is, I mean, I don't know, we have no rules. We hate each other. No one can agree on rules. There's sort of pseudo chaos, but at the same time, it's not so chaotic that like everyone's being burned every day. Um, so I think you need balance of, you know, it's a war game. If there's no war, there's some people who are going to get bored and leave. If everything's too organized and too agreed upon and, you know, bunkers and capital clash just becomes a formality. And I've seen that in some some states. I mean, sounds a bit boring to me. I, I like the idea that we could win or lose any bunker, any capital clash, any state versus state. You know, and and I think that keeps certain players playing. Fair enough. I think I want to ask or want to hear the opinion of Trip about this since he is here as well. He loves to listen to us every episode. He's always here. So before we go, I wanted to hear Trip's um, opinion. Um. I, I agree with, uh, with Rocket. Uh, too many rules uh, will literally make people bored and leave. Um, they don't necessarily leave. They just go to a different state that has more action. I mean, it, like Rocket said, it is a war game. <laughs> um, but speaking for my state, uh, we have we have set very strict rules, and if anybody breaks them, uh, you know all the crime and everything. But anyway, so because of those those rules, uh, sharing the bunkers, uh, sharing capital, and not fighting over them, and all of that, it kind of kind of we have lost a lot of people. So. I would say that is the main main reason why people leave. Uh, but that's my opinion. And of course, you, if you go around zeroing everyone every day, the whole state's on fire, people will still leave, but um, obviously you just you basically have to use a bit of common sense with uh, with everyone. Okay, you're hitting twice, move on. So make sure it doesn't like leave game basically. But I actually disagree with you, you with you two guys, but I'll keep it later. Okay. Hmm. Let, let, let's hear it why. With having an organized state, you keep a lot of free to play players. And uh, true. 
Yes. And uh, if they get bored, they don't get bored because of the state, how the state is. They get bored because of the content. We don't have enough content. If we get, like they said last podcast, a reservoir rate once a week, people will be happy. They will have the content they need. If people get state mergers, they will be happy. So I, I just disagree because uh, it's not how the state is that makes them unhappy. It's just that we don't have the right content in the game. Well, I, I think you're right. Like there, an easy fix is water raid once a week. I think I said that last time. But at the same time, we can remove content from the game if we're not careful. So if rules get too restrictive, like let's say no attacking outside of kill event, you've just removed one of the player's options in game completely, except for you know two days a month, right? If we start rotating bunkers to the point where there's no real fights, you've just removed activity that people could do one day a week, basically completely. If Capital Clash is now rotated on a schedule, that's maybe good, helps small alliances. Maybe at first we think it helps be more inclusive. Oh, if they win, they're going to want to keep playing. But what it does is take that competition out of it. And eventually the people who are there for true competition are going to say, this is kind of boring because we're going to get it anyway. So why am I going to try? I'm going to go biking on a Saturday, which is great. <laughs> Cycling is awesome. But, but you know, for, for competitive players like me, what's what's the fun of that? Like people are going to find something else. So so the way I always sort of thought of it, my, and to be honest, my opinion now would have been completely different six months ago. But but you you can't make people who don't want to play play. And anyone who sits down with a state and says, you know, I'm going to do this for the little guy. I'm going to make them included too. My experience is the, the little guys who want to play become big guys, whether they're free to play or not. You can't make that one star that's been one star for the last year and a half since the, the place opened and all the other free to play are hitting four star. You can't make them want to play. Giving them bunkers, giving them governor is, is not going to change things. You just got to avoid the extremes, like zeroing people every day, day after day. Yeah, they're going to leave. Like, there's no question. So it's about I balance. I agree. I agree with that. I think for me personally, and this is my opinion though, uh, when it comes to state health, is I think what we need is a balance, like what you guys said. Balance within the state, balance within the game when it comes to the developers, and at the same time balance when it comes to the rules. So I started from state 35, and the previous top one there was Casada before he left the game was in a top two alliance and he wants us to merge with them and what he did for the entire week after we refused him to join his alliance he killed all of us and most of us from top two alliance moved to state 77 75 i think first and then he followed us and he spent like crazy there and started attacking us again because we were using the same name and then we changed names differently and we moved to state 77 and that's where we started. We started playing like a normal place with no one attacking us every day. But then what we did with our experience from state 35, we tried to do that in state 77 on a different 
or a different uh, ruling or different rules when it comes to only do, you can do kill event during kill event. So those who are farming during kill events, it's all up to them. It's their fault if you send your marches out during kill event. So it's a free play during kill event. But when it comes to bunkers and facilities, we tried to do that. Uh, what do we call that? We uh, distributed to all players or to all to most of the alliances like top 10 to 15 and we rotate that but it's not really good especially with the nap as well like top 15 top 20 nap for me personally this is my opinion having those many naps also kill the state why it's because most of these players are not attacking each other and just like keep growing and growing and then all the spenders are going to get bored like why would i waste my money I'm not going to do anything because we have this statewide nap that reaches up to like top 15 alliances. And then we are all ending killing those 15, 16 and lower alliances. And maybe those alliances are players who are don't spend, less spenders, which these top 15 alliances are killing. And that usually ends up to a dead state as well. So I think for me is for us to have a healthier state, we have a balance when it comes to state rules as the players. We have a responsibility. And the developers also have the responsibility. It has some, some not something to do with just, oh, we just let the players spend money. We also need to find a way on how to make their game interesting. Like I've been doing this videos every time I do videos. Honestly, I get so bored doing the same repetitive videos, but different skin. Like, for example, every month we have different skin. But sometimes I feel like I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this because it is the same event. They just reskin it in the same event. What I would want is if they wanted players to stay in the game, aside from the responsibility of the players, they should be doing more events like what you guys suggested, like sort of raid once a week. And at the same time, maybe add more events that is going to motivate players to play. I mean, again, my my sort of short summary of it is what is best for your state is probably what is going to create the most competition. Competition keeps people interested. Competition keeps people spending. If if you're making a decision in state that is going to reduce competition, my opinion now, coming from an old state, is that's probably not a good choice. That's why I agree with Volker. Uh, for I understand. Yeah, sure. I mean, we, uh, it's not just the F2Ps, though. F2Ps are crying every time, but then they should, uh, they should uh, take it into, into consideration as well that other players spend for a reason. So there should be a balance in that. Stop for those big spenders. Stop killing every day. You don't get points. If you're going for one billion kills, do it during SBS and killing event. F two Ps as well, then do your participation as a state. Do your do your responsibility as well as a player. And that just depend on bigger or strong alliances. I've known a lot of F two P players that actually excels on events by the just they love the game too much and they prioritize on different events how for them to excel so it's all up to i think it boils down to 
and how we as players, individual players, play the game itself. Well, the, the other thing I'll add is, like, I agree with that. Like, the, you think back to your state, like that troll, that person that went around and burned everybody, the person you kind of were annoyed by or you were scared by when you used to play, like, did he burn me and my alliance today or she? Um, those players are often gone now, and I miss them. You know, they, they created drama, they created hate, they created chaos. And, and at the time, maybe we didn't realize it, but they were some of the most exciting players to keep states interesting. And, you know, like, like now, I, you know, I used to try to get everyone to work together and, you know, hold hands and, you know, be nice <laughs> to one another and, you know, for the, the greater of the state. And now I'm just like, I want you to hate me and I'm going to do what it takes to make you hate me. And I'm going to troll you and I'm going to have fun with it and you're going to have fun trolling me and we're going to hate each other. And I mean, we're not going to be truly nasty, but you know, I've been called a lot of bad names and, and the more the merrier it keeps me entertained and, and hopefully it keeps them entertained too. Like, right. And I didn't think this six months ago, I really didn't, but now I do. This is, this is why, this is why I agree with you. Like I said, the content of the game, yeah, it, it is there. It's not enough, that's for sure. It's not enough. Uh, so I understand where restoration is coming from. The game does need more content. But once that drama dies out, once that battles die out, you're losing players. Whether it's uh, free to play or big spenders, you are losing players if the excitement dies out. I mean, I've got 71 uh, members in my alliance. I'd say about 10 of them are uh, farms or alts from other alliances. But during capture class between, well, in our state, I get about 20 to 25 people throughout the day playing. And during state versus state, I get 40 to 50. So. During, during our capital class, it's literally no competition. We just do a few tests on towers. Whoever's turn is to have governor, they just send one troop to the center and that's it. And it's like, that's what, that's what I think mostly killed my state personally because of uh, too many strict rules. So you got to have that balance. The game content is there, of course, not enough, but you got to make it work out somehow. Don't don't make rules don't, that remove the game content that we have. Is my view. Yep, that that I can agree with one hundred percent, especially kill event. <laughs> I'm, I agree with you guys. I need my points as well. But I but I'm but I mean my 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 state opponents, high SBE. I hope you're listening. Um they they love me by the way. Um but I mean even my alliance, like the last two capital clashes, we had great capital clashes. Like our capital clashes are often better than state versus state. Um but you know, we put some strategy that was a bit harsh and they refused to fight us and to punish us which was amazing because I it was like we just won capital clash without even fighting. I love it. But at the same time, 
like we probably were too aggressive. So maybe next time we have to do something to try to balance it out a little bit more because at the end of the day, you know, they are right. Like, you know, if, if there's no competition, it does get a little bit more boring. So maybe we'll give them a one hour head start next time. So I think we're covered for this episode. I think we're almost done. And oh my gosh, every episode we're over, like we always get to two hours. I was actually telling Leho before this, can we try it to work at one hour? I think it will never work, guys. 144. It's not two hours. Yeah, but close to that. I think episode two was over two hours. I'm not really sure. But on behalf of the color team and behalf of the community, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone, especially those who are applying to be a finalist. I've seen all the in the sheets that you most of you applied guys but as i tried to cater most of you i can't we can't do that because it will be a lot so i tried to lower it into six people every panel and for this one for episode four this is quite interesting for the episode four we are going to talk about customer service and at the same time we are going to talk about features and different states why it is different state as well as the packs and other things. And I also want to inform everyone that this podcast, if you have no time or you miss the podcast and video and you don't have time watching videos, you can actually search this podcast by Spotify and Anchor FM. Yes, guys, we are there. Just search for Survival of the Fittest podcast via Spotify and you will be able to listen from the, from the previous episode, from episode one up to the latest. So after this, I will be posting this as well to Spotify. And for those who missed the first part of this podcast, you can watch or you can listen to that one. And in behalf, again, of the community, of the gaming community, I just wanted to say thank you for all the people who always come here to listen, to share their opinion, and at the same time, most especially to the panelists and the previous panelists who always come here to support us, guys. Thank you, thank you, guys, for all the time that you spent for us and for the podcast. Thank, and you. thank you very much. Thank you for invitation. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you, Leo. Thank, thank you for hosting us. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for having me. And for those who are interested to join a future podcast, you can simply uh, sign up or send your application via the link that we posted and announced on the Colab server. And we try to make as many topics as we can, and we try to invite as many panelists from different states. I am looking forward to most states from older states to newer states so we can have different opinions and different things. And I need to post the last code because I forgot one sec, guys, before I say goodbye. You guys can talk there at the background. I just need to post the code. So, how's weather? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we are still alive. I'm going to tell you if we are going to go offline. We're still alive. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's try to... Yeah, please help me read, uh, read the comments there. Or if Rocket got something to say. Wait, sorry, is there a question? <laughs> no, I, I just, uh... Rockets always on it. 
Someone is going to burn you. I actually, while you were talking, I was telling people that whoever is your match and reservoir right now on your farm, please burn Rocket because he's not paying yes. attention to reservoir rate. Yeah, I'm I'm doing a really <laughs> crappy job both on this and in water raids. So I've already been burned a couple of times. Makes the spheres. We get you. We'll get you. Yeah, I really liked what you said about uh, the state trolls. I mean, really appreciate them. I I also, I really missed them. We had a state troll, Silky, and I really missed a guy. It He made this chat more fun. So those who are listening from younger states, I know you hate them. You hate those trolls, but yes, you will miss them. You'll miss, miss them a lot later in the game. So nice to them, mm -hmm. even though they are annoying. Oh, we had one. All right. And I mean, we can continue talking here, but I'm going to go log off from the stream. And for those who watch and hang out with us for the past an hour,
Welcome to episode three of our podcast. And for this episode, I am going to be hosting this episode with Leo. We got a busy story around a little bit. But first, before we go, I want to introduce our panelists. We start with restoration from State 39. He's an alliance leader and he is from RFN, a respect you, there none. And then we have Isaac S. I don't want to call him Isaacs with an S. He's <laughs> from KIL, or Nights in Latex, and then is from State 120. Next panelist is Mistress Zonacy. She is from she's an alliance leader. Um one or just say one and from state 271. Next is Loti Lola. She's also an alliance leader from WTF or Raider Z, and she's from State 569. Last will be the Huntress, not last. I mean, the last will be the Huntress. She's an alliance leader. She's from State 395, and she's from TW1. Then we have Kanya, an alliance leader, and she's also from State 328 and 500. I just wanted to say hello to Leo. Say hi and Everyone, welcome to the podcast. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hello, hello. 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 Okay. So we'll we'll start with the topics. Uh, today's topics will be like uh, how healthy your state is, being a governor, leader, and how do you handle the diplomacy issues uh, within your state. So. It's pretty basic uh, that uh, how, what is the status of your state with health-wise, activeness, and being a governor, how do you guys operate? Like, uh, how do you give out the honors, the markings, the uh, buffs? Uh, what do you decide uh, between the state leaders? So... <clears throat> Let's start with uh, restoration. With the first question. Yep. I can start with how active our uh, state is. Yeah, sure. Um, I think we have around six to 700 active main accounts. It still might, it might sound like a lot of players, but uh, our state is healthy compared to other old states. And most of our players are in the top four lines. Six six hundred to seven hundred people. Wow! Active main accounts. Yeah, it that, sounds like pretty... a lot, but it's our Still, state it's is healthy, lot. like I said. <laughs> it's 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 a lot. Like uh, generally in the older states, like one two hundred. I I don't think that many uh, active accounts are there. On an average, it should be like four hundred five hundred people. Yeah, we are awesome. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's true. <laughs> okay, anyone else? Uh, who else uh, will will tell about their state and the activeness and health? Oh, if nobody says a word, I will start. <laughs> this is the Huntress <laughs> sure. from three nine five. Thank you. Welcome. Um, yeah, the the problem at three and nine five is, uh, I guess, it's one of the uh, states without rules, which means, um, yeah, you can really do whatever you want. You can go zeroing other players, and no one will stop you. 
and the frustration about this is quite high. So I, for myself, um, noticed during especially the last three or four months that so many players I know from when I started over, over a year ago, they simply quit. You find their settlements in the desert and they're already almost zero. And we're, we're talking about big starts. And that is such a pity because they invested money and gear and they invested so much time. And uh, yeah, that is really a big thing. Uh, I also play an alt at a 406, which is a rural state. And this is really a more healthy, healthy state than uh, I play my main on interesting like you don't have any rules like within your state um we had now for i think the fifth or sixth time we had svs and um yeah the governors always set rules they were not really behind their rules they didn't force us as players from the state to um stand behind their rules and accept them and so basically everything is same as before svs and the first governor oh yeah okay. i know this is uh, quite uh, this is 395 you're invited <laughs> it's, it's quite you know it's, it's a different kind of playing you can really you can be a, a, in anarchy you can do whatever you want it's kind of fun if you have a stress mm. at work you can go into the game and zero somebody <laughs> yes sound sounds like uh, my state when i used to play state one is like without any rules so <laughs> yes it's a constant a constant 395 days purge <laughs> that's really good <laughs> If if anyone who's listening who wants to go and play the without any rules, go to three nine five. Yeah, here <laughs> that is my alliance. <laughs> Your alliance will help me grow, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> three nine five sounds fun. Two seven one started off like differently. We set off with like a top twenty nap right from the off. Um that kind of got a little bit boring. Um, we did lose quite a few people to, where did they go to now? 364, I think they went to, um, just purely because there was no rules over there. Oh, yeah, we just set off with too many rules. Things have settled down now, we're now, now in the state, status quo, so, but, yeah. We are active, um, but I think it has quietened down quite a lot. 120's been kind of interesting, uh, as far as the like rules versus no rules, we had um, a couple of uh, a couple of big, you know, kind of top players leave, um, and so a lot of the rules that had been set up, kind of by those players, ended up sort of falling by the wayside, um, and was uh, definitely uh, I think for the last maybe six months or so there was some pretty uh, pretty extreme. Uh, civil war happening in our state. Um, but we just recently actually kind of put some rules in place uh, so that the two kind of top alliance families are agreed not to not to go zeroing each other anymore. Um, so I don't know. We're still going to see how it how it pans out, but um, it's already a little bit more dull, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> But you know the the goal is to kind of focus on SVS and and building up some of our BPs. Like I, I would have probably hit a billion a long time ago, and a couple of other top players would have. But 
every couple of weeks at KE, you know, we, we throw away a million troops. So it, it kind of keeps you from growing too much. Okay. <clears throat> oh, so, the days. Coming out of KE with no troops left. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm from uh, State 569. Uh, I've Pretty been around since... It's pretty young state, but I've been around since uh, state 148 and I have traveled around the states. So, uh, but uh, my home state, I would say not right now is fi uh, state 569. Uh, it's, uh, in a way, it's a very healthy state. Uh, it's a very fun state with a lot of very interesting people. So that is the main reason I call 569 my home state. Uh, and we are also kind of a state in a way without rules. We have four rules, which people agreed upon at the beginning of the state. And after that, um, we didn't agree on rules. And we had one of the top alliance leaders who had disagreed with everything, single proposal. It was her way or no way. And so we have ended up without uh, real rules, just four little simple rules and um, kind of code of ethics in a way where we do not really at attack uh, friends' alliances. And um, so we have two factions, one alliance and its sister alliances and other, basically, the, the other state. And uh, we... And with those four rules, the the, uh, the alliances that are in a coalition do not at attack each other, and uh, it's just um, it's an interesting interesting state. So active active wise, I did activity wise, I did a little experiment a few weeks ago. So we had around two thousand people still st two thousand characters. So it should be less right now, but. Um, state wow. like getting older 2000 main accounts wow characters just characters not not main accounts because oh. uh what i did the little experiment is like in a state of survival i did the the least possible thing you can do and then i uh, watched how many characters we applied to state of the survival event so survival it was Yes, Survival of the Fittest event, and it was around 2000, but that's a few weeks ago. So I should probably do it again to see how, how we're doing. But yes, people are leaving, like in all, yeah. all states. And um, I can say we're all, most of us are basically COVID states. So people come and go all the time. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, but it's true. People go back to work, and then they come back sometimes. Sometimes they go to new states. Yeah, I agree, uh, because like... I played less uh, since I started work again after uh, Germany's second lockdown. That's a pity. I like this game. Mm -hmm. too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so out and out, like, too many rules are also bad for a state and too less rules are also bad for a state. So there should yep. be yes. like, there yeah. should be like kind of a diplomacy uh, being discussed between le state leaders or is it like, 
is there a voting system or like people just come and go and then <clears throat> uh, agree uh, some of the rules some players get uh, like rogue without following any orders or like uh, rules within the state um, even with the too many rules uh, people can still leave uh, even if it's if if it feels healthy or you share everything people can still leave because we don't have the right tools to keep everyone happy to keep everyone in the game yeah i don't think there's a, there is a happy we medium. haven't been given the right tools from the developers yeah that's, that's my opinion that's what i was gonna say and okay. i come from originally 200 that was my main state and then i moved to 282 and now i you know have 328 which is my home state now 200 was too peaceful um if you go to war the number one alliance would step in would make you do a peace treaty amongst each other for the sake of state versus state that hadn't even come out yet um 282 was too aggressive the number one alliance was literally running around having zeroing parties every day sounds very familiar um, <laughs> <laughs> so when i came to 328 I sat down with the leaders at the time. Um, a lot of them have unfortunately passed on. A lot of them are still here. We all sat down and we decided um, no more than four rules to start off, but our goal is to focus on the healthier, like the health of the state. We want people to grow. We don't want them to be zeroed out and reset because that's not fun, especially not early on. It puts you behind. Uh -huh. um, that's how we did it, but there's a thing that I've always told people. What works for one state will never work for another. It's different people, different uh, cultures. You know, you, you got to figure yeah. out what balance works for your state. And that's what I said to 500. I really stressed that to 500, who was trying to put all of these rules down and you know, make it to where you couldn't literally do anything. And I'm like, well, this isn't Farmville. It is a strategy war game. But yeah, you have to find a balance. There has to be a balance. If there's a war on my state, I'll monitor it, but I'm not going to step in. I'm not the police. <laughs> yeah, you know, if there's, if there's a rule in place, but then there's nobody enforcing that rule, then that's, that's a really big hazard right it's tempting to come up with all of these like oh if we if we did it this way if we did it that way then everything would be great but somebody's always going to break a rule otherwise you wouldn't have to make it a rule and exactly and if nobody is enforcing it right so if you if you put a ton of rules like well now the top alliance is basically signing up to be you know the the the, the rule enforcer which is <laughs> yeah it might not be fun Sometimes it is nice um, to be, it is fun to be the police. See, we have one rule um, with bunkers and facilities where don't be selfish, don't solo it, rally it, do the race for the rallies. And if somebody does solo it, then we as the number one alliance. I mean, those who usually solo or the bunkers and the facilities are players that don't really care at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, I used to be a governor from state 77. But after that, I gave up. So in every state that I play, I literally ask the players, please don't promote me to any R4. 
I'm not gonna do leadership. I bid goodbye to state seven seven because of that. Because I was the first uh, governor that was little because I was helping them with SVS before. Remember when we have SVS like 24 hours? Then I had that for quite a while. And then I was one of the small players before and the state got mad because they made me a governor and I was too little. Like I don't, I don't speak a lot. Like I'm not a max player. They hate me every day. Like every day, they just make reasons to annoy the state, just break all the rules. So there I go, just going to put markings on everyone. Th that that was the twenty four hour uh, SVS was the best one. Seriously, they should have and scrapped that. Oh my gosh, your site is the best one. I'm gonna give up. I did like. Four, five, four times, I think, and I said I'm not gonna do this again, never. It's it's literally so much uh, fun. Like every time zone comes in, come goes out. Like there are a set of people who, who come comes online and comes goes out, helping each other. I'd like to disagree on that one. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Can, it it can I already wake up at three days. Exactly. Yeah. I already wake up at 3 a.m. and I stay up through the whole dang thing, and then I still have to deal with my kids. So yeah, please don't Harley, make it 24 in, hours again. I'm in. I'm I mean, in US, I will never uh, do US that. Specific time zone as well. It's it's brutal. <laughs> like, <laughs> if we could get like a maybe a three-hour state versus state, that'd be great. Yeah. Although really John, I would still be down for delivery. <laughs> so we got a question here from one of our viewers. He said that. I have my account in state 726. So 726 is really, really new. I think the latest now is 743. I'm not really sure the last time I checked. And they said it is a new state, but top one player there has 60 BPS or battle power. What is your thoughts about this? It depends on how that player is. Um, I currently have uh, a person named QP, and then there's a person named Fuji. Both of them are over a bill. Both of them, very calm, relaxed. They're not trying to do anything. However, when I was in 500, there was a person who pushed as hard as he could to max out everything and was running around causing terror amongst the state. So it depends on how that player is. If that player is highly aggressive, I'm sorry for your state. If the players like our guys, you should be fine. I agree to to Harley, and in five six nine we also had uh, very f like few people who pushed really really hard. And what happened was it pushed other people to spend more, and spend more and more spent more, and our state really grew really fast. And we had a lot of uh, very strong players, but it also meant that uh, many of them kind of burned out and got bored of the game really fast. Mm. So we have a lot of uh, strong accounts who just have quit the game. We have uh, a whole very strong alliance who just quit the game, got uh, bored. Yeah, so... it, it kind of, it, it's kind of interesting to me though, like some people, the motivation is just the growing process, like that's the fun part. And then once they hit that max level, they're like, eh. Not, nothing more to do. Um, yeah. And then other players, uh, usually 
my experience, the ones that kind of take their time and grow a little bit more methodically or more slowly, um, once they hit that max level, it's like, yeah, this was the goal was getting here, not just the growing process, right? To, and then yeah, yeah. P people also like, the all, all the new states are like like that only like people are rushing in, getting to HQ thirty, getting plasma and everything, but they're not enjoying the game how it's supposed to be played. Like still, we cannot. Are uh, like tell them that this is how you should play, but still, it's up to them. Yeah, I mean, in, if if you're patient with it, like inside of a year, everybody in your state, or you know, you're gonna have a lot of max players in your state if everybody's kind of growing at a at a nice rate. Um, the hard thing is when, yeah, when those players who do rush to the rush to the top right away, um, you know, it's it's usually gonna be somebody with some kind of like very dramatic personality i'm sure a lot of people would probably in my state would probably say that about me um <laughs> but like <clears throat> if if they're not thinking about kind of the long term then yeah you're gonna you're gonna see like what we like what we saw in 120 where there's a handful of players who are really good players really you know good people running the state and then they get max and they're kind of like become bored to be honest, also... I spent a lot um, during my lockdowns, and um, yeah, I'm glad I found out of spending. <laughs> and once you get the purple gear, you get a little satisfied. And yeah, I I really enjoy the game. I enjoy hanging around in alliance chats and just talking with the people, you know, doing fans or PZs and laughing around and telling what happened and this maxing out just for events is yeah not really satisfying for me personally really the thing also with maxing maxing out really fast is that at the one point you you don't really help your alliance anymore because you can't uh, get the points in throwdown event or for for example and uh, then i know in other states i know people who just make the farm account just because so they would help the alliance to gain some points in some events because their first account is just maxed out and uh, this is crazy. boring on the <laughs> it's boring on the first account and sure. boring for them and they can't really help the alliance they're just pretty big and fluffy but <laughs> <laughs> in the events, they're not that much of a help. Well, in some events. I mean, I understand those who race to the top to get the leaderboards, get better battle power. But like, as the as the game progresses, though, when you can when you have like what you guys said, that you got like throwdowns and other things like normal SOTF, you don't have anything to use because you all maxed out, and. I've been seeing that in some of my alliances or some of my states, like 53, 35, that the spenders or the max people just don't. I think the only task that they do is just train troops. The best they can do for, for those ones. Yeah. Or even spend their speed ups so, or bike ups when it comes to skin events and nothing more. Like they can't up higher than their chief gears or hero gears and other things but some of them make farms like you guys said but some just don't like when they know that a new feature is up then they are active and on that moment when the reset comes then they are going to go up up and then 
must sit out and then leave and just go around whenever they want to. Some of these big spenders, though, are really good when it comes to they participated, at least not on like throw down and other things, but at least they do help their alliances when it comes to influencer trap, bunkers and facilities, SVS, and reservoir raid. Yeah, that, that begs my next question. Like, uh, how how your all the states which we are talking right now? How do you manage your alliance events and roles? Like, do we have specific R fours dedicated for specific events, or given the specific role, strategy, building strategies? Um, we have I think fourteen R fours right now. Each one of us takes a task, like I'm responsible for the raid. Um, we have one person who does the showdown, one person who focuses on throwdowns. We have one person who handles diplomacy because a lot of us don't want to talk to people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have um, one person who is responsible for solely helping us with the Discord. Um, about three of us will get together and we'll come up with like formations and we run tests with other people and you know things like that. One person does bunkers. Um, we split it up because the way we see it is being our five is already stressful enough. We're gonna help you out. At so. three nine five TW one, we have it uh, similar to you. Um, we have uh, R4s and every R4 has kind of a special um, responsibility, like you say, showdown and throwdown. In fact, the R5 does a very, very big amount of the jobs, but I would say all of us R4s help him. Like if we notice he hasn't reminded in Discord for the very 100th time, uh, it's uh, time to log in now. Uh, of course, somebody else writes the message to everyone. Um, but uh, I saw that uh, diplomacy was my job. <laughs> as, as you already mentioned, it's not everybody is, is born for diplomacy. Some are just for uh, guns and wars. And um, yeah, Discord is also something very special. Only one or two people should handle. Otherwise, it will be just a chaos. Uh, Literally for this I, game, I had to, t sorry. Go on, Tabby. No, just go. I'm just going to call you a new, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I kept myself muted. I was a little bit scared. <laughs> um, yeah, in 271, um, I basically taught myself how to use Discord. So I built the 271 Discord server and I did the One Family server. Um, I love spreadsheets. Yes, I am sad, but I love spreadsheets. So. <laughs> I do the uh, I do the alliance stats for like growth tracker kind of thing. Um, showdown is my deal, although we're not doing so great recently. <laughs> um, showdown, everybody just mucks in on there, getting rid of the duplicates and all the rubbish ones. Trap and bunkers are like a joint venture, so we all discuss where we want to go and which one's got the best rewards kind of thing. If it's got Maddie Frags or Nicola Frags, leave it well alone. Um, yeah, we work we work well as a team. See, so you do spreadsheets. I have six whiteboards that are dedicated to just the THR. 
I do write so many tabs on my spreadsheets. <laughs> I even I even and made then... the uh, an SOS governor one. <laughs> you've probably, you've probably then... seen it in the collab in collab server. Yeah, that's pretty good. I, yeah, I you somehow replace or help those people with the sheets because all the assets of Goldups are down now. So your sheets and other people's sheets actually have other players now, so we're thankful for that. And yeah. maybe this to restoration and then I Isaac and then who was the last one who haven't said anything about this? I think Queen Lola. Yeah, okay. Well we basically have the same Others, we people have roles and uh, um, Discord. I have it. I take care of it. Uh, we are luckily we our di state Discord is also our alliance Discord, so it's easy to handle. Very easy. And yeah, it's the same. Uh, people have roles and help out our farm. We are very democratic, so it's not one guy doing everything. Could you split the Discord in private areas and public areas then? Yeah, yeah, people get roles yeah. so they can't have, mm -hmm. so they don't have access to our alliance. Uh, That's family. interesting. Yeah. yeah, our family Discord, we've got three alliances in our family. So we've got one server for the three alliances. Each alliance has yeah. their own set rooms that they can speak in. Mm -hmm. And then there's the all three mm -hmm. alliances groups. The only bad thing with that is the admins, they can see all the channels, so they don't have... Uh, yeah, and the admins, so it's They don't have the fully privacy that they wish, maybe. Nah. This is what I meant with my sentence, only one or two people should uh, handle Discord then. You could also set a special admin role, which uh, is like an admin 2. You could just uh, uh, tighten the admin 2 role a little bit, so this admin has not insight in every part then. Yeah, yep. so you can't we, see the channels. Yeah, that's and the possible. rooms that you're not included in, like yep. with 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 the three alliances, I'm I've only got a, an account in one of them, so I'll mute the other two rooms anyway, so I don't have to read them. Mute the. Other... <laughs> we have a family one as well, and we did. Um, there's a section for R fours and R fives to talk. There's a spot for straight just R fives. Um, so they can have their little discussions and, you know, things that they need to do. And then there's just all of the general chats. And then we have at the very bottom where we post um, tips and tricks. So if we find out information, we can post it there and, you know, get it amongst all of us. Um, the same thing is on THR's personal Discord. Um, there's the same setup. So. Y'all have way fewer discords than we do in 120. We have, there's, there's three state discords. Uh, yeah. I, I think wow. there, I think there may have been another one. Radio, three state discords. Every so often people will be like, people will be like, oh, I, I, we need a new one for this new thing. I don't know. I think, I think the first one, like the person who started it sort of left and it was just kind of abandoned. Um, I, I stay in the other two old ones just because every so often somebody will come in there and ask a question and I'm like, hey, dude, you should go over to this other one that we're all in. Um, and then we have we have one just for kill. And then there's another for the uh, the Brotherhood, which is kind of our, our alliance family. I think there's 
Oh, I lose track now. There's like three three alliances in that in that family that are really strong, and then there's like a handful of uh, other ones as well that are kind of affiliated. Um, yeah, we just every time every time there's an issue or you know somebody gets gets mad at somebody else, they'll go create a new Discord. <laughs> so we ended up. With I'm a so lot of curious. Them. I want to join your state Discord. <laughs> I'll send you. I'll send you I a link. Room as well. Two seven one room as well. Just because the men were annoying. <laughs> so I want to read some of the comments that I'm reading here. I start with, "How do you deal with alliances that have multiple players with over one billion battle power? Hundred and eighty-six number one alliance is twenty-two billion battle power and eight of top ten players in state." We don't get to 1 billion because we kill each other before and then we start around at 300 uh, million <laughs> battle powered. Stop laughing, this is real, such a sad thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think what he means is those states with super alliances. You know, those uh, we have the biggest one and then the rest are just small. In 328, we have, like I said, two people who are on the top list, and there's QP, who is top 16, and then we have Fuji, who I believe is in the top 20s. Both of them are over one bill, and they're both in separate alliances. QP is with us in PHR, and Fuji is with TBK, um, who is number two, um, but we're all family. So come state versus state, you know, we work together. We have a lot of coordination. We talk amongst each other. Um, we work as a team, as one. For us, we're pretty similar mindsetted. Like we want what's best for 328. We primarily focus on what is best for 328 as a whole. So that's how ours work, but I don't know about other states. Like I've heard some that have really strong players that just kind of go around and do whatever they want. So. <clears throat> what you can, uh, yeah. Um, talk with them if they don't want to agree on stuff on sharing bunkers or stuff like that, then try not to help them during SVS or then show them that they really need you guys. I agree. Well, um, yeah, I agree with in that. Five, as well. five, six, nine. Um, we have um, we are around eight alliances uh, that are like uh, very close uh, that work together and work in capital uh, together. And then we have one alliance which do not work well with us. And um, uh, the leader of the alliance, as I already said earlier, um, she was, it was impossible to talk with her and to come to any agreement with her, even though she wasn't the strongest person in the alliance, she was the leader of the alliance. And there will be people that you won't be able to talk with. And there will be people that will not agree on anything. And it's, it's just you, you have to accept that and uh, try to move forward and um, 
even now, when the per, uh, when this leader of the alliance uh, has left the game, even now still there is a gap between this one strong alliance and the whole state. So one person can uh, really influence the whole state just because of the personality. Yeah, it's, it's just it's you have like, to kind of like a culture if it is like a bad culture from the start then it's going to ruin the rest of the people also i mean i, I would say just stick in there like stick with it and keep growing um uh, 120 has pretty much always had like these two two rival alliance families um and there was definitely uh a few people who were just uh i don't know difficult to to try and make some kind of deal with and we kept on it and uh you know held our ground and now we're kind of at a point where a handful of those folks have left or you know and everybody's kind of gotten tired of just constant war and so now we're able to actually make some uh you know some peaceful arrangements and and move forward and hopefully not make things too boring yeah i was so lucky to be in 271 <laughs> yeah, somehow, somehow. Uh, you, you never experienced uh, a very top player as governor who would refuse to answer to anybody. He really just didn't answer. He was governor and um, you could ask whatever you want. He, he didn't react. He, he didn't react. He didn't give any buffs, not even to the state. He was just simply existing. That was frustrating. Yeah, one, one thing I can say... There. Even even when we've had these like bitter rivalries within the state, most most of the governors that we've had in 120 at least have definitely seen their role as as um, you know not just out for themselves or for their alliance, but but really trying to make the state as a whole stronger. Um, obviously, I mean, if somebody if somebody starts attacking your allies and your governor, like yeah, you're gonna you're gonna shackle them or debuff them or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Our one, our one Bill plus guy, just Lily. He's he's been governor a few times, and he'll make sure that the whole state can request what whatever titles that they want. Um, he's also got an old um, octopusy, which is another maxed account. Um, but yeah, he's he's just a big teddy bear. He's lovely. <laughs> yeah, see, that's how ours is too. Our governors. Are good. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that. Really, he's. <laughs> he's a big strong man. He might turn into a beast. Uh -oh. so fair, he will love He has just made it to sixty-nine in the leaderboards. His favorite number. I got, uh, I got another interesting question from one of our commanders here, and they said that. How do you handle issues within your alliance leadership? The first question is about your leadership within your alliance. And then the second question to follow that will be, how do you handle issues within your, how do you Oh, we lost one. Yeah. Did I cut out? Yeah. We yeah. The first question is, how do you handle issues within the leadership within your alliance? And then to follow that, how do you handle issues in your state? The state's easy. 
if people are in state chat mouthing off a specific person, you just take them to PM, get them out of state chat, because as soon as it goes into state yeah. chat, it starts getting toxic. Take them into yeah. PM, do it one on one, and they soon calm down. Yeah, kind of exactly. a little um, more. Yeah. Yeah. So if I if I see it happening, then I'll do it myself. Um, and then within leadership within the alliance, it just gets talked out. Just everybody says says their opinion, and it just gets talked out. That's yeah. That's pretty much how we do it too. Yep. Um, like I was gonna say earlier, there are disputes amongst uh, our state. Somebody brought up the how do you handle rogue people? We try to let the R fives handle their own alliance. Like we give them the ultimate choice, and then we let the two alliances kind of try to work it out amongst themselves. If we have to step in, we'll step in, but normally we don't. And if it's within my alliance, we'll sit down and be like, yo, first off, you two, go, go chill. Then we'll come back and talk. So. I agree with uh, some trouble at Alliance chat to pull uh, them out, like uh, Mrs. Jonesy said, um, in PMs. Usually, luckily, uh, in TW1.95, we don't have any issues. It's very friendly, familiar. Yeah, it's like a real family. We, we're really friendly and peaceful together. and. Um, also the leadership, everybody has his voice. We know we have come from different places all over the world, not only Europe, but uh, everybody has an own voice. And it sometimes takes time to catch up with what the others say and build your own opinion. And if a decision, which is not needed under pressure, uh, takes two or three days, we just give them these days. And then R5 sometimes says, okay, what is your favorite now we have four votes against on uh, four so what do you decide now and we never have any big issues at our leadership i'm very glad of that i think that that's a big part of uh, how to keep a solid foundation for an alliance is if you're the r5 give your r4s a voice that's why you nominated them if you didn't just go through and pick them for no reason, they had to have shown some kind of leadership skills. Allow them that voice. If it's amongst your state, they are leaders as well. So you have to respect them, whether you agree with them or not. Keep your tones very respectful to each other. There's no need for name calling and belittling on a video game. So that would be my advice. Yeah, sometimes you've got to remind people it is just a game. Calm down. Sometimes I have to remind this me myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, okay, one one more interesting question from my end is like how do you guys handle the reward distribution for the Fortress event? And I think that is the only uh, only event which requires an R four or R five for the uh, distribution or something and yeah i can start with that yeah we, uh, I, I did it before i gave out the reward and i just whoever was online 
even if you sent March and it didn't make it to the, uh, to the building, I still gave them rewards. Split them up to everyone who was online. And whoever, who, whoever doesn't need the rewards, just give it to someone else. Yeah, and what's left? Solution yeah, and what's left? Just split them out to people you know uh, usually are there, but not today. I remember my alliance, my alliance gave me crates when I um, I once somehow got hacked and got zeroed by my hacker, and then I had to start really by zero. Oh my god! And then um, R five agreed with all other members uh, to uh, yeah prefer me with with crates. Like I, I got more crates and more bonuses, so I could uh, yeah get my strength back quite soon and that was really impressing and I didn't expect this because usually it's everybody like yay the crates uh, I myself would give it um, everybody gets one crate everybody in the alliance although those were not online and the onliners like you said um, who send a march or were online or were present in the alliance chat um, they also get little rewards and also the very little ones who need it to grow because these are our members who want to keep and encourage yeah I we just, do uh, the same I, sorry i mostly stay out of the uh uh reward distribution uh game but my uh my r5 just pinged me and said that they uh all the bunker rewards just get split up among everybody in the alliance um for me i mean i, I just always show up for the for the bunkers because it's it's really just the first occupation rewards that that actually matter right like what am i going to do with nikola frags or or research speed ups or whatever like it's all about the the training and healing speed ups we do ours a little strange um we want to promote smaller alliances to grow so um thr and quite a few of the other top alliances will allow smaller alliances to take first century rewards to help our state. Um, as far as distribution goes inside of our state, or inside of our alliance, yeah, we're lazy. We just give it out evenly. If you have been online and you're not offline for days, congratulations, you got a reward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in 569, we are a bit more um... In my alliance, we are a bit more strict on, on this. Uh, we have a specific uh, R4 who is handling all the fortresses, all the bunkers, who signs up for them and also does the distribu distribution. So we go to a point where we make snapshots of who is participating, who are sending marches, and those are the people who are um, getting the gifts. But I think it's because we are a, a younger state and we have maybe like we need those crates and so this is also a way how we like promote people to actually participate in the bunker fights and participate in fortresses and actually to show up for them so if you don't show up you're probably not gonna get that or you yeah. won't get anything or you will get very little so if you show up you get more and uh, so it's a reason to show up for the fight 
Is it in your alliance like this that mostly the same people show up at bunkers and fortresses? Always. Yeah, there, there's yeah, a handful of people in, in ours too who who just always show up for bunkers and fortresses. But um, I think it's the yeah. time zones. To be fair, they are rubbish. They really yeah. are. Yeah, it's pretty brutal in some places. Which, so, which is why kinda, we kind of just we're very international, so we kind of backed off with that. We're just like, okay, you need it, take it. If you don't want it, just request not to give it, and we'll pass it on. Yeah, for certain things like Maddie and Nicola fragments. Um, I'll send a group message saying who needs them because not many people need them or anybody it's under not. 100 mil will automatically get given them. Um, we do tend to reward the R4s for the work that they do. So we always make sure that the R4s get something. Um, anybody and everybody who turns up, ports in but misses it, um, sends a march and misses it, they still get rewards. Um, and then anybody that we notice, like SVS or Capital, that's always on pretty much all day, they'll we'll make sure that they get rewards as well. It's quite fair, though. The those rules are fair, almost. Like usually, some of my lines, like on State Fifty Three, what we do is they distribute. I'm not an I'm not an R four or any R five in any of my states, even if I have a lot of states. But most of what the leaders usually do this by who participated, for example, for the bunkers who participated in that will have a better position in an influencer trap, who participated in other uh, events usually have more benefits, but they try to be as fair with everyone, like, like you said, that the time difference is really bad in this game. So they try to give other people who doesn't overnight able to participate in events like other rewards as well but most of the time they always prioritize those who are always present like for example for server league or reservoir raid so those who are always participating on this on that when it comes to the league then you will have a better chance to join the main participants if on a normal reservoir raid you are participating most of the time and then it's the same with influencer trap. The more active you are, the more closer you are to the influencer trap, and also for the bunkers and the and facilities. But I'm more curious to know though, when it comes to like we know that some of the players are wanting some ranks. So how do you how do you promote people or demote people? And at the same time, how do you how are you able to reward them? Like for example, for is going to join or is going to go near the influencer shop or is going to join for reservoir raid or reservoir league and other events. Okay, so I do for reservoir raid, um, we do first come, first serve. Um, we don't necessarily prioritize our strongest guys if they can't be there then why put them on the list? Um, influencer traps, we swap out places often because we do bi-weekly rotation. And I can tell you I'm not getting up at 1300 in the morning to do a trap. That's not happening. So I'll swap out my place with someone else. Um, but for the most part, it's very first come, first serve. If you sign up on time, then you get in. 
Yeah, we do the same for Reservoir Raids. It's a group message goes yeah. out as soon as um, registration opens up, and yeah, anybody we... who replies and says, I can make that time, they get put in. We have the same for Reservoir Raids. Yep. And for Trap, um, the old system used to be the biggest guy's front row, or front two rows. Um, nowadays, because we're on the new system, it's like level four, so couldn't really give two hoots where you are. You're just going to end up with the same prizes anyway. Pretty much, yeah. Until they change it again. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> so the, I think uh, we are done with it. Just one or two questions or discussions remaining is like, how do you, how do your state prepare for SVS? Like prepare for before two weeks or end end of the uh, uh, reservoir raid uh, you guys start start preparing uh, that you are going to win the prep stage or you are going to lose the prep stage or going to defend or going to invade that kind of discussions we well, usually have been start with 395 again <laughs> Uh, the first SVS we had, um, we uh, uh, tried to agree, and as I already said, it's really hard uh, to get all the top 10 alliances on one table with one voice, um, because we would really just rather shoot on each other than talk with each other. And um, yeah, in SVS we tried to uh, have a nap between top 10, which uh, was just this, uh, um, uh, looked at by the um, opponent. Yeah, it held exactly five hours, and then some top player of top two, I think, attacked some top player of top one, and then everybody was just like, okay, they can't even have a nap for more than five hours, and that was our first SVS, and we won, by the way, we won, because we're so used to war, um, we were absolutely able to have a private war running in uh, the back, and uh, fighting for capital in the front, that was quite funny. Um, in the meantime, we got a little smarter. We tried to uh, lose prep stage, which is not always possible, because um, someone in this discussion said uh, 2,000 actual characters. No matter how powerful you and your alliance are, and no matter how good you control your own people, there's still about, I don't know, maybe 40 alliances with people who will simply not follow and um, you can't influence them. You can't even control your own hungry players sometimes when they just want to max out their own rewards for this day. So basically I had uh, SVS, uh, yeah, the other state coming to us, are we going to the other state? And I really must say it's not a big difference. Well, it's, it's even less of a big difference now, right? Because with the alert zone and some of the other changes, um, and especially with some of the stuff we're going to be seeing um, with the like Migo uh, uh, wall destroyer skill, I I'm really curious what SVS is going to look like in the in the future. I think it's going to be a whole different game. So um, we've done probably every iteration you can imagine as far as like intending to lose, intending to win. When we fought against, uh, well, I think State One Three Nine uh, RBL just. We tried to win prep and lost, <laughs> and then we tried to win SVS and lost. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think you know, looking forward now, we we do have this 
agreement between our, our top alliances to uh, to join up and, and work together. I think we've seen there's been a lot of resistance to creating like a one one big merged up uh, alliance with all of the state's strongest players. Um, but we've just we've seen so many times that that's worked so well against us that finally we're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna try and do this, put all our differences aside and and uh, get all our strongest accounts together to to try and really dominate in the warfare stage. Um, but yeah, it's it's I, I think I think the the clear incentive now is to try and win prep because you don't have much of an advantage anymore uh, as the defender. Right, if those first four rows all get uh, get knocked out at the start of the clash, um, and then at least if you if you win prep, well, if you're completely outmatched, you can just raid the whole state for twelve hours um, and still keep your governor. We have yeah, we have top twenty still alive. So for us. We have the top two alliances, and we have two alliances that open up for state versus state that are specifically to help out where, you know, everybody can come in and participate and help the state. Um, so it's kind of like a constant turnover for us. And then we determine if we want to win or if we want to lose. But um, normally we don't stick to that. We flip flop a lot. It's always right, frustrating um, when the state decides to lose prep, and there's you know a couple of players who are just trying to just clearly push. maxing yeah, out, just pushing, <laughs> pushing very yeah. hard. Yeah, like we're That's like true. we're gonna lose this one. Nobody gain points, and then you have people who go and gain points, and you're just like, look, I know you've been saving it up, but come on now. It's um, it's actually so, easier. I find it's easier to just decide to win prep because then you don't have to be upset at anybody pushing. It's exactly. so much more fun That's when you win prep as well. It's kind of what we're coming to as well. Um, uh, and state forty nine, what we have because we rotate on the governor. Whoever is governor, choose the tactic, and if we should win or lose the prep stage, and. Uh, I think we will go back to the just pure discussion because of the alert zone coming up. It, because it doesn't make, I mean, it's, it's not necessary to have four people uh, choose uh, the same tactics. I mean, everyone will have, will want to win now with the alert zone. Yeah, that that is a new interesting uh, feature that the devs have added. Plus the uh, Mego buffs, uh, which which is like uh, stacked with TR alliance, you cannot go into the an another alliance and your Mego buffs will follow you. It's 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 in stays with TR alliance. So that is a really really interesting move made by the devs. I know when we did a couple of um, state versus states, we chose to win. We we did aim to win um, prep stage. I mean, we always tend to win prep stage. We've lost a couple of ones, um, and defending is just boring. It can it can get boring just sitting in capital. And even when we win, there was one state versus state where we actually won prep, 
we went over there. We hit the capital, we got our hats, and we disappeared on hunting trips. Because we, it's... Yeah, it is so boring just sitting in... The, this was when it was 12 hours. It was just so boring. So, yeah, going out hunting was so much fun. And you can... You don't have to sit there all day. You can you can disappear, go shopping, and then come back. And you can make <laughs> your dinner, and you can come back. And <laughs> you don't just have to sit there all day. That's so true. I will say with the new mechanic, I could have done without the extra hour in the morning. Um, I was already getting up yeah, at Yeah, is that, is that a set now thing now? I, guess it, I don't know, Perfect. but I know it started at 2, and I was like, really? <laughs> I want to read some of the comments again here. Eric said that handing out awards to everyone will only kill participation in your growth and gain. And Leah, ask rewards for people who fight and others to people that are active and doing stuff usually in alliance. When we don't need some rewards, we give it to the smaller to grow. And Chrissy said, hard when you have more than 30 who want to go into increase the amount of participants in Reserve Raid and Reserve League. And then Gia said, you can't rotate the team in RL. You need a more one and stronger one. The rest have chances in Reserve Raid. But to understand the strategy is there, it is easy. Drilling a spoon of the water. And then I got a question for you guys from where? Where is that question? From Rebecca Air. She said, any of you had to navigate a merge, I think she's talking about alliance merges, as leaders, and if so, was it a positive or negative experience? And any tips for a successful alliance merge? On it twice and both times were awesome. Okay. Well worth it. Um, as far as the uh, killing participation, of the events were not challenged very often in my state. Um, normally, if somebody does challenge THR's bunker, they realize they messed up and they teleport away. So, I mean, I can't necessarily be like, oh, hey, um, go show up for this bunker, you don't get rewards. Or my guys are just going to be like, well, we don't have bunkers this week, don't know what to tell you. They don't see the necessity to just teleport over there. We do let one of our smaller guys go and rally at the bunker if nobody gets that first entry, though. So, um, but all of my R4s, for the most part, we don't take our rewards. And that gives more to our alliance as a whole. So. I could maybe comment on the merge uh, aspect uh, because I have uh, in many in several states been through many many merges, and uh, I have a positive ex a positive experience and I have very negative experience. The most negative was uh, when uh, an English speaking alliance tried to merge with the mainly Italian speaking alliance. We ended. The merge ended after three days when Italian-speaking alliance just merged out because we couldn't get along. That's, I would say, you have to have an alliance who speaks the same language if you merge with it, Does, or at least you have to be ready 
translate all the time and the mentality is the same but uh, i have been also uh, with very positive marriages and uh, mostly you how i have handled marriages is you have stronger people which usually what happens is goes in one alliance and then you have smaller who goes back to one alliance and uh, sometimes they grow the smaller alliance gr grow to be almost as big as the bigger alliance sometimes they die out it's just um, i would say it usually is to keep the most active people alive in the state and unfortunately, it sometimes means that smaller ones uh, you gain. I want to hear what Leo has to say about the merge. Merges. Oh, so the state merges or? No, alliance merges. Alliance merges. Uh, for the older states, <clears throat> it is a necessity because uh, I, I think most of the older states don't have much players who comes online for the events like bigger events uh maybe because they are bored but still like <clears throat> two alliances mergers is is the best way to go uh there should not be a burden between like uh, only one alliance who's doing everything and rest of the rest of the state is just uh, bubbling up and uh uh like without doing anything like but newer states you have like so many alliances so many people growing together and like they don't they don't have like all the rules which uh older states had they had the luxury now with the newer states to have like five ten alliances participating in svs yeah agree We had, to touch up on what she said, uh, we had a German alliance join us. Um, and we've actually had a pretty positive aspect. Like, we agree on things, you know. It's been pretty smooth for the most part. But it does come down to how they think, how you think, what you see, and how you play, and how they do that's going to be a big determiner on a merge completely agree on that one definitely you, you you need to speak it out talk it all out figure out your numbers make a spreadsheet <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> the favorite you know me. I, I like spreadsheets <laughs> yeah you get all the, all the names down there <laughs> get all the names yeah me. It's uh... my experience with merges is um some simply are. <laughs>